This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Today is Sexual Health and Reproductive Health Awareness Day in the city of Vancouver. We've come a long way, baby, and I'd like to go a little bit further here tonight on the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW, the show where we educate everyone about sexual health how it relates to overall health, making your relationships the best they can be. This is more than a sex show. It's a health show, too, because I believe in my heart of hearts that great health, which includes physical, emotional, spiritual, and more, is your ticket to amazing sex and an incredible relationship. I make no innuendos, no judgments, and certainly no apologies. Just straight up talk about sex. Good evening. This is Maureen McGrath, registered nurse in the field of sexual health, a researcher, author, blogger, clinician, and blogger, as I said, at Fifty Shades of Pink and Straight Up. Check out my blogs. They're a little spicier these days. Not as spicy as Melissa McCarthy's rendition of Sean Spicer, but mine are spicier in a little bit of a different way. I know you know uh, that this sex thing is such a secret society. Um, but And very few people talk about it. But we certainly talk about it here. I love to hear from you. So I'll be talking tonight to you through emails because you send me so many emails and you have great questions and I'll be answering some of those questions. So the fact that this is called The Sex Show is just my way to seduce you to listen to information about health, relationships, your body and love. And of course, love has never been more important than it is this week, this Valentine's Day week, which is coming up on Tuesday. And uh, so what are you going to do for your lover this week? Well, we're going to be talking about that. And I have a few suggestions for you, a few less than shallow suggestions, unless you want to go really deep. I would like to say there is an aspect of sexual health that is dark, and that is sexual abuse, unwanted sexual advances, pedophilia, and rape. Of course, for those of you who have been sexually abused, you are always in my thoughts and in my heart. I wish you all the best on your healing journey, which at times can seem like it takes a lifetime. We are making some strides in that area. I'll be discussing that on the program tonight as well. Of course, listener discretion is advised. We are talking about SEX here. Don't forget. So put the kidlets to bed and uh, grab a glass of wine, perhaps your lover or not. You may want to go solo tonight, and that's fine, just fine. Uh, just get the wine, <laughs> especially if you're solo. You might want to get the womanizer. I have one of those to give out to on the program tonight. Uh, it is in combination with uh, my gift certificate for a dinner for two at uh, a fabulous restaurant here in Vancouver. That uh, I have to test everything out. You know what I'm saying? So I tested out Savio Volpe on Friday night, and it was a great restaurant. So. Uh, I have a little love basket for you. I'll tell you about that contest shortly. I've uh, appreciated all of your emails. Uh, so I'll tell you what that's like or what that's going to be about tonight again. I um, I just want to make sure you've got enough time to settle the kids and uh, and get back to the show. Did you know that the show is on iTunes now? So you can download that. And... Um, uh, you can download the show on iTunes uh, and uh, listen that way. So if you don't get a chance to listen tonight, you may um, you may actually listen tomorrow during work or on your break, of course, because you don't want to uh, uh, listen while you're working, trying to multitask because you're not necessarily as productive. So uh, hello, Matt. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, you know what? I've had, honestly, a fantastic day. I'm so thrilled. That's fin- that's amazing. How come? It was stunning. It was absolutely that's gorgeous. That's exactly why. I went down to the park yeah. with my dog. Um, there are daffodils coming up in my garden. Not that I've 
worry about that kind of thing, but are snow's you, still are on you the a ground. Gardener, Matt? You know, no, I'm not at all, but <laughs> I just really appreciate seeing the change of the seasons. Absolutely. And for literally like a couple of days after the snow melted. Love is in the air every day and every night and daffodils in the garden. I was going to say love might not be in the air for me, but there are de- definitely daffodils in my garden. So That is, well, you could pick those daffodils. That would be nice. <laughs> if there were somebody, you could pick those daffodils and you could bring them to her because that's a very thoughtful gift, really. I've it doesn't cost a lot of money. In fact, it costs nothing. I've actually been working on a pickup line I wouldn't mind giving to you, if that's all right. Sure. Do you want to try it out on me? Yeah. Like, are you going so to try to pick me up here feel, in the station? Feel my shirt. Do you, <laughs> do you know what that's made of? Cashmere? Boyfriend material. Oh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Uh, I might not try that just yet. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the creativity for sure. That is really important, especially in level. I'm glad you're well. It was a great day. Everybody seemed to be happy today with the sun shining and the city looked gorgeous with the beautiful buildings, that clock tower, the mountains in the background. Just absolutely a and stunning a day. A couple people got married today, too. A few people did. Just a few. They? Yeah, down in Robson Square on Sexual Health and Reproductive Health Day as deemed by the city of Vancouver, which is great because, you know, I do a lot of work in the sexless marriage, uh, which is a fairly common phenomenon these days. And uh, so many people will say, what happens after the marriage? Like after I married her or him, the sex stopped. And so why is that? You know, what are the reasons? There are a number of reasons. And so... Because I thought it was just great that today was uh, Love in the Square, uh, so pop-up weddings. It's less expensive and efficient, and it was a beautiful day, But and it was also on section, Sexual Health and Reproductive Health Day, and so that's a reminder that sex is still important after you've landed the guy or the girl or the woman, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whoever, whomever you want to land. There, because some people just want to land somebody. Let's be real. They just Their biological clock is ticking. If you're a woman, you're approaching age 35 and you want to have kids and and some people will settle. And so that's never good. So hopefully they were all romantic hearts there and and true passion and sexual chemistry uh, happened today. But we're going to talk to one of those couples a little bit later. Yeah, I was just going to say Michelle Morton from CKNW went down to have a chat with those guys and we will play that. We got some firsthand account from these guys that just got married today. That is fantastic. I, I'd like to talk to them in 10 years from now, see how the, how the sex <laughs> thing is going. But we're going to be talking about sex tonight uh, in, with Debbie Lee Evans is going to join me. She is an interior designer and a realtor from West Vancouver where those luxury homes are. And uh, we're going to talk about automation of the home. And I just thought we could tie that quite nicely to automation of the sex toys or remote control sex toys, which are a thing, and they can really improve the value of your home, at least your relationship anyway. Uh, so so we'll be talking about that. I can relate anything to sex. Um, of course, uh, we're going to also talk about uh, orgasm tonight as well versus climax. Is there a difference in women? There just might be. There's one study out there, very, very small Sample size, but nonetheless, it's something to think about. And how about uh, creating a sober dating plan? That can be challenging, especially if you've had issues with uh, excess alcohol consumption and now you've uh, decided to go sober. So what are some of the issues there and what are some of the tips so that uh, you're not triggered? Of course, we always cover some nutrition on this show. And uh, so what are some good foods for vaginal health? There are definitely is a great list. And what about sleeping positions and those rules for couples and sleeping in the same bed and in the same room? How important is that for a relationship? And, you know, when you 
when you start to go to different uh, areas of the house, and today they're building houses with two master bedrooms, um, which, you know, when the builders talk like that in the neighborhoods, I think they're, they're giving away some of the family secrets. Uh, so, but that, that's a thing. But there are issues that occur in relationships, and people, instead of dealing with their issues, because nobody likes to think that there's something wrong with them. Everyone has all these weak egos, so they don't get their snoring taken care of. They don't get their uh, sleep hygiene in order, so one may stay up really late and the other one goes to bed really early, and that can definitely lead to desire discrepancy in a mismatch in the bedroom. So we're going to be talking about that as well. And of course, I'm going to answer your emails. I was uh, having breakfast with a bunch of divorce lawyers the other day. Like, how cool is that? (laughs) So they were giving me all the scoop. And I said, well, you guys, they were all guys, and they all happened to be divorced. How how funny. (laughs) How strange. I was actually much more interested in why they got divorced. They all had the common denominator. Do you know what it was? No, what was it? Well, they'd all cheated. Every oh. single one of them. And so I'm like, well, that'll do it. Okay, on to the next. Maybe that's the problem. Well, they knew, they knew that was the problem. But does it have to be the, the problem? Does it have to break up a marriage? Not necessarily. But they all were dealing with millennials and prenuptial agreements. And, um, and the prenuptial agreement has changed. And also the power in the relationship has changed as well. And can you change a prenuptial agreement? So we were talking about all those things. I'll update um, that for you tonight. And did you hear about the guy who was su- suing Uber? Because in, I think it was in France, uh, I'll have to just double check that, but he is suing Uber because, get a load of this brain surgeon, he uh, organized a ride uh, on his wife's phone, an Uber ride with his girlfriend, or mistress, I would say in France, uh, on, uh, on his wife's phone, went to Uber, he closed the app, but Uber kept sending notifications to his wife's phone. Would you, I mean, really, this is why men get caught and women don't. They're just a little smarter about it. Sounds like why Francois Hollande got caught, maybe. Yeah, exactly. It's it's amazing that in, in France, anyways, your extramarital affairs won't ruin your career, whereas in North America, if you're a politician... Done. They, they just might, yeah. But um, but they also, you know, <laughs> there's a there's a line that the politicians use that I'm not going to say because I don't want to give it away. I don't really like to let every cat out of the bag when you know they've had an affair. When they use this particular line, anyway. So we're going to be talking a little bit about all of those subjects tonight and my tips for the sexiest and most orgasmic Valentine's Day. I am Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath. I am hosting this show for you. And uh, it's always my pleasure to be here with you. And if you have any questions for me or want to talk to me about anything or perhaps want to win my love basket prize for Valentine's Day, give me a call. The number to call is 604 604- Two eight zero nine eight nine eight or star nine eight nine eight on your cell, or you can email me. And I've had some feedback that I've said the email too fast, so I'm going to say it really slow for you. Sex talk at cknw.com. That's sex talk at cknw.com. Well, you didn't actually tell me that I said it too fast, but you happened to call my office and you say you say to my receptionist. She said it so fast. I'm not sure if I have her right email. So email me sextalk at cknw.com. 
And uh, if you want to email me and tell me, we're continuing the contest from last week. And Matt, uh, tell me the the time you had the best sex of your life. And uh, it can be anonymous. You don't even have to tell your present lover or girlfriend about it. Um, and you will have a chance to win. You can email me or you can call me if you want. Feel free. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You can call me and you can tell me the story and you have a chance to win my little love basket, which is going to contain the absolute best sex toy out there, which is the Womanizer. It is a clitoral suckling device and uh, it might be too early to be saying all this. But anyway, dinner for two at Savio Volpe, um, which is a great restaurant. Fabulous. And you have to get the veal and the little mini, the raviolis with the butter, sugar, caramel sauce. Anyway, it was amazing. You don't have to get that, but that's my recommendation. I just said, order for me. I don't care. It was family style. There were about 10 of us there. And we just, they just, people who care, people who are foodies, they just order whatever. And I'm like, whatever. Um, and it was all amazing. The kale salad to die for. So, uh, so that's my little love basket with a little lingerie thrown in there as well. So we've had a few entrants, and I'll be reading some of those a little bit later on in the program. But right now I want to talk about marriage, uh, sex and marriage. Uh, does It's like love and marriage, and then does sex go with marriage? That's really the question now, because I, I, I apologize. I never usually apologize, but, but in my clinical practice... Nobody's having sex. In fact, I asked a patient this week. I'm like, I forget. Are you having? Are you sexually active? And she said, It's been a decade. And I was like, I don't even know why I asked you that question because there's nobody actually in my clinical practice who's having sex. So, um, and and you know, I did this TED talk on, and it's now on YouTube, and it's been up for seven months, and it's had 1.588 million views. And but I like even more are the comments. 3,000 comments. There's even a budding romance on this chat feed, on this feed. So he, the guy is a PhD, so at least he's smart um, of, of the two that are, um, you know, that are involved here. Um, so I, I've had a lot of comments uh, from mainly from guys, although it can happen to women as well. Um, women will, I mean... I've had the comments from men who complain about their women's low sexual desire, their wives' low sexual desire. But there are some women who complain about their their man as well, that he has low sexual desire. And I certainly see patients in my clinical practice where the man has low sexual desire and the woman has high sexual desire. But um, so there are so many uh, comments about you know, men not having sex in their marriage. And there's a lot of people who've made recommendations, like one fellow, Jojo652, says, throw away your TVs and get off Facebook. Start listening to music together, eat healthy, and exercise regularly. Your sex life will change drastically. I never understood why people spend so much time watching other people on a screen, especially the morons throwing balls around. I suppose those are the sports games, right? Uh, so, but there's a lot of guys on here who have said, you know, haven't had, um, haven't had sex in seven years, eight years, 10 years. And, you know, they're there. And some, one fellow made a comment, um, that his wife said, you know, if you don't, it's going to be a sexless marriage after like 10 or 15 years of marriage. And if you don't like it, just divorce me. And you know what? Divorce is a big deal. It's expensive. It, uh, there's lots of shame associated with it. You might have to uh, 
you know, discontinue your membership at the country club. You may have to leave your boating community. You may have to, um, you know, have, be a choice of, you know, some, you might lose a lot of friends. They may choose your wife over. So divorce isn't, isn't easy. And then, of course, the impact on the kids. And you may have already been divorced. You've been there, done that. You know what it's like. You just don't feel like going through it again, cutting your assets in half as well. Uh, so anyway, not to be Debbie Downer, but we did have, um, you know, it, when I, whenever I see marriages or tying the knot or anything like that, I, I can't help but think what's going to happen after they, the knot has been tied. So we had some love in the air today, and all you needed was a, a marriage license and $20 to donate to the Vancouver Food Bank. This is about the sixth year in a row that this has been done, Love in the Square. And uh, so today, Michelle Morton spoke to one of the couples who got married. And Matt, uh, if you don't mind playing that for me, that'd be great. Oh, we heard about it. We actually had friends that uh, came, came, got married last year yeah. at the same events. Yeah, uh, we thought it's super romantic, really cool. Yeah. We and got engaged recently and thought this would be a sort of... Place. yeah. Because our art gallery is engaging us because we've been working on the project here. Yeah, so we, we thought it, it's yeah, a big deal for us, this area. Yeah. yeah. And so you didn't want to do the traditional path? and. I think yeah, at some point we'll do something more official, but this was kind of an easy way to get hitched and celebrate. More personal? Yeah. 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 So did you plan to do this or was this a last minute thing? Yeah. We were planning. We were, yeah, we were thinking about it for a while. Yeah. 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 Well, like I said, congratulations Thank and thanks so for making time to chat with me. Thank Enjoy you the so rest much. of your day. Thank Bye. You. Bye. How great is that? And so much less expensive than a forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollar wedding. Oh, I'm going to elope or do this. I'm not going to spend even ten grand on my own wedding. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's false economy when you're spending thousands and thousands on on a wedding like that. Uh, but this is a great idea. And it was a gorgeous day for it. So wishing all of the brides and grooms uh, best wishes and, and congratulations and uh, chemistry between the sheets. Anyway, uh, so when I come back, we're going to be talking about some of that chemistry between the sheets. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. This is Maureen McGrath hosting this program for you this evening. It's always my pleasure to be here with you, and thank you for being here with me. I I love it. I really appreciate it, actually. And uh, this week is Valentine's Day on Tuesday. It's a really exciting time for someone in my line of work. I can advise people what to do and what not to do. I was talking to Jill Bennett this morning, as I do every Sunday morning at 6.34, and uh, she said uh, one of the suggestions that we were reviewing was bring breakfast in bed to the person. And she said that is the last thing on earth that she would want would be breakfast in bed. She couldn't imagine anybody would ever really? want yeah, I'm breakfast surprised. in bed. Yeah, I said, I love it. And as soon as she said, I have no idea who'd ever want that. I'm like, I would. <laughs> I like anybody to wait on me. Are you kidding me? I love that. You just have to teach a three-year-old how to make eggs Benedict. That's all. Fresh squeezed orange juice and great coffee. Um, otherwise, <laughs> oh, and then the cleanup part too. That would be helpful. That would be great. But generally, these things turn into a whole lot more work than they're worth. But uh, but no breakfast. I love breakfast. I'm a big breakfast fan. And uh, so anyway, I do love I do love that. I love sleep as well. That's another thing that I love. <laughs> Bedroom's my favorite room in the house. Certainly not the kitchen. 
Um, but, uh, you know, on, on this TED Talk that I did on the sexless marriage, and don't forget you can call me 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on yourself, especially if you want to win the Valentine's basket. I'm getting some emails in here, and I'll read those to you shortly in the next uh, break. But um, sex talk at cknw.com, did I say that? Uh, so on this TED Talk where that I did about the sexless marriage, letting the cat out of the bag, you know, nobody really talks about it. Everybody assumes that married people have sex all the time, whenever they want it, they can have it, and it's just uh, they're lighting the sheets on fire all the time. Not the case, but here's one, for example, and this relates to my next subject, which is the importance of sleep and good sleep hygiene and having a great bed and great sheets, great bedroom. And also stating your needs around sleep. But uh, so Omar Barrios writes, forget about it. I've heard all the excuses from my wife, from the classic, I'm too tired to it's too cold or too hot to do it. Finally had to look outside of my home. Not the best experience, though I don't feel proud of it. But at the end, what can you do when your body asks for it? And I cannot wait forever. Uh, So sleep is important, but fatigue is the... What the number one reason for low sexual desire in women. And, you know, I was talking to one of the doctors that I work with this week, and she said, you know, I really don't blame the women. You know, they're tired. They're exhausted. It's true. You know, we, we as clinicians hear it all the time. But I said, you know, not that I'm against the women in this situation, but there are consequences to the sexless marriage. And, and so I said, but sometimes women are their own worst enemy and they feel that only they can do everything. Only they can do the housework. They make the kids beds the best. And so they don't accept a bed that is poorly made by a five year old or an eight year old instead of acknowledging the accomplishment that the child actually made the bed. Uh, so they w- will not take help either. They can handle everything. They can be controlling. They can even want their relationship to be a certain way or they want this. They want their uh, partners or their husbands to read their minds as to what they want or what they need. And that just doesn't happen. And it happens less so when people get less sleep. So that is why sleep hygiene is so Vital, And you have to have that conversation, especially if you are in a new relationship. You know, at the beginning of a relationship, it's all great to cuddle and be entangled up in each other's arms through the night. And you'll almost put up with that. But after a while, it might be that it may affect your job. It may affect your mood. You can be irritable if you're not getting a great sleep or somebody can grab all the covers or wrap themselves up like a burrito. Um, you can sleep like a starfish. I mean, there's so many different things. You can kick in the middle of the night or snoring. Snoring is one of the biggest issues. And for some reason, people love to deny that they snore. And, and you can even record them and they can still deny that they are snoring. So that can send people out of the bedroom. It actually will drive a a stake between two people if they take up in separate bedrooms in the house. And, you know, you really can't have a happy romance if someone is snoring relentlessly and then won't do anything about it because that will drive you crazy or somebody sleeps on your arms or drools on you in the middle of the night, (laughs) that can happen as well. Um, You know, uh, uh uh-oh, Matt, no. (laughs) <laughs> no, I was just going to say that I used to be the snorer, and I got a sleep guard. And You got a sleep guard? Yeah, it's just a little mouthpiece. Oh, great. Did they, you get that from the dentist? Yeah, I had to go to the dentist and get it. Okay. And not only did it stop me snoring, but I sleep so much better because I'm not clenching my jaw anymore. So This is true. That's fantastic. It's very sexy, I'm sure, too, as Oh, well. it's so sexy. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, the other thing is CPAP machines. <laughs> 
I, I, I know that they are very important for a lot of people and they need them, but that would be very difficult for me. I, I think it would be difficult for me. I can sleep on a picket fence, so I'm really not 100% that it would be difficult for me, but um, it, you know, it's a quite a big machine and, you know, it, it may, and it's noisy and, you know, it's not the sexiest thing, but you may actually have more sex if you do uh, get your proper diagnosis of your snoring, and and if you require a CPAP machine, constant positive airway pressure is what CPAP stands for, and so that keeps the airway open so that it doesn't you don't make those snoring noises. Uh, not the sexiest thing, but you know you can have sex maybe in another room beforehand or whatever. Uh, but it's really important that sleep is top of the of the order because sleep keeps relationships healthy it's critical to your health not getting enough of it is non-negotiable and sleep should not be treated as a luxury but it should be part of your overall health plan people who get the proper amount of sleep look better feel better make better decisions and they're in overall better health and you know what you're more dateable if you are sleeping properly because you look good. You're not a disheveled mess. In uh, your brain and body gets to recover from the day you've had that day. You know, a lot of people can't sleep if they have a problem going on in life. You know, we all have problems. We've all had issues. We've all had worries. And my idea about worries and sleep and affecting my sleep because I love sleep so much is if if I have a problem, I there's no point in staying awake at night in the dark, when the whole world is sleeping, to think about the problem because it's not productive at all and I actually need my sleep so I can deal with the problem with a sane mind the next morning. So, because if you don't get enough snooze time, you might be cranky, irritable, and you may have a like a really uh, skewed grip on reality and it's definitely going to affect your romantic relationships. Nobody wants to hang around somebody who's tired and miserable and also... The more sleep you have, the more sex you are likely to have because you need energy to have sex. That's the number one reason for low sexual desire in women is fatigue. And, uh, you know, if you're tired and you're irritable and you're angry or you may bite your lover's head off, uh, you know, it's it can actually be a massive turnoff for somebody. So sleep quantity, sleep quality allows us a good sleep quantity good quality, allows us to recognize other people's emotions better, and we're able to deal with stress and deal with life and deal with problems and decrease anxiety. And it's actually part of a bigger health program. It's part of exercise, eat properly, minimal amount of alcohol or no alcohol. If you're the type of person that alcohol really bothers, and it's not you that gets to decide that, it's actually the people around you. So people notice that you're irritable after you've been drinking. That's something you need to listen to. Um, you know, but use that argument. Sleep may, if, if you're with somebody who d- goes to bed really late and is complaining about your level of sexual desire, you know, use that as an argument. Sleep makes me better in bed. That can be great ammunition because the two of you need to sleep together. I actually downloaded something today on my phone uh, and it's called bedtime. <laughs> and it said, and it was every day. It's actually under the alarm on the on the iPhone under the clock. So it's called bedtime. And it says, how many hours of sleep do you need a night? And I said nine. <laughs> I wanted to say 12. But anyway, nine will do. And uh, so it told me that I should go to bed at 9.45 p.m. and wake up at 6.45 p.m. 
a.m. But, you know, that's actually a bit of a dream for me to wake up at 6.45 a.m. I could sleep till 11, no problem, but there's things that you have to do. So I tend to get up a little bit earlier, but I thought, well, this and this provides you with some sleep analysis as well. So there's lots of apps like that. This one is free, of course, on the iPhone. You know, check it out because if you go to bed at the same time, get up at the same time every day and you don't have to do the weekends, it just says what days you want. I'm going to try that this week. Try to get up at 6.45 and uh, and see if that will uh, improve things. I don't know. I, I love life. I sleep well. <laughs> but I thought, I'll try this schedule. I You know, I do like to watch the 11 o'clock news. And so I, I probably fall asleep just... Uh, just around 11.30, so that might be just a little bit late. And sometimes I get up at maybe 5.30, 6 o'clock, 6.15. So I thought, you know what, let's look at a little bit longer sleep and a little bit more reasonable hours, see if I can uh, do that. So, you know, if you like, you know, a little pre-sleep cuddling, go for it. But if you need to say, listen, I need to sleep alone by myself, away from you, have that conversation. Communication is key in the bedroom and between the sheets. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Don't forget to email me, sextalk at cknw.com, for your chance to win my Valentine's Day Lover's Basket, complete with a womanizer, which is the best sex toy out there. I promise you it is. But I've got to tell you a little story about the womanizer a little bit later. I'll tell you that later. And... um <laughs> The last time I told a story about the woman, I said the phone boards lit up like crazy. Remember that, Matt? You were brand new. And uh, I shared my own personal story of using <laughs> using it for the first time. I walked into the room to just have a look at it because I was so interested. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, simply the best. It uh, No, and I didn't even want to. I was against it. Anyway, I won't go into it too much. But uh, so email me, sextalk at cknw.com. You're the best sex you've ever had. I'll keep it anonymous. If you want to call me and share that story, you can. You can change your name if you like to protect your innocence, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on yourself. We got the lines open there, Matt. The lines are open. Or if you have any other questions about sex or health or some of those sex stories we don't share and you feel like sharing tonight, give me a call. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Have you ever dated a drunk? (laughs) I have. I actually went out with this cardiologist one time and he was obviously brilliant and he, um, he drank so much that before the dinner was even finished, his head was in the plate he was passed out and, and uh, he had a Southern accent. So that was kind of attractive. You know, that was a bit, um, you know, we love accents. Women fall for accents. So do try and fake one. Uh, that's just fine. Um, when we find you out, it doesn't matter because we'll be over you anyway. But uh, so, you know, it made it really difficult. I didn't really like the guy that much. So that was okay. I liked him as a friend. I thought he was so funny. And he was, he had a great sense of humor. But he was a drunk. He just drank way too much whenever he was not in uh, the at the hospital. Whenever he was not working, he was drinking. And and so that was, you know, would have been a little bit of a problem. But, you know, this guy actually had he had about five of us on the line. And I felt badly (laughs) that I was breaking his heart because he made me feel like I was breaking his heart. And he would say things like, um, you know, I was going off one time to uh, on a ski trip to Zermatt, and he said, um, 
oh, Maureen, I wish it was you and I going to Switzerland and it was our honeymoon. You know, we'd say things like that, which were hilarious, but I didn't really want it to be our honeymoon either. Or, um, But I just thought he was so funny, but I wasn't physically attracted to him. And that was a problem. So uh, it was, but but if I had been, it would have been a real problem because he was such a drinker. But I just, I just viewed it as... Um, uh, hilarious. So well, he had absolutely no interest in becoming sober either, but a lot of people do. And a lot of people are new to sobriety, and which is fantastic, which is so great because uh, alcohol can really ruin a lot of lives and a lot of health and a lot of relationships as well. And, uh, but, but dating when you're sober, you, you know, it's almost easier to date when you've been drinking than when you're sober because now you have to tell people and there's a stigma associated with that, which there shouldn't be. People should value the fact that somebody is no longer drinking, especially if you're thinking of having children with somebody because that can really impact not only your relationship, but it can impact the children's lives as well. And there are issues around adult children of alcoholics. They have particular qualities. Uh, they are they have false loyalty, for example. They tend to have a, a greater propensity toward anxiety and depression and, and other mental illnesses as well. Um, they can lie when it's just as easy to tell the truth. So there are issues that are that are a little bit crazy making. Um, but if you're new to sobriety, sober dating can be a little bit tricky. And, and in Alcoholics Anonymous, or AA, a lot of uh, the time-honored advice is don't date for the first year. You know, and even after somebody has lost uh, a lover, whether it be through illness or accident or a breakup, you know, people say you need to get through the four seasons. And so that's that, uh, that wisdom. That's the origin of that wisdom. And, you know, that can be pretty good advice. But you know what? You might meet somebody along the way before that year is over. And... Um, you know, that you might want to become uh, romantic with. And this is a difficult time because you may just be getting to know yourself again. So uh, I do have Sharon on the line. Uh, hello, Sharon. Hello, Marie. I, I hope I still qualify for the basket. I'm not calling with a, que- a problem. I'm calling with a, a cure for a problem that you mentioned a little earlier. Um, Actually, it's about snoring. Yes. And I have been married for many years to my husband, who not only snored very loudly, but had sleep apnea. And you hadn't mentioned this, so I just thought I'd add this for your listeners' um, helpfulness, if it, if it is helpful. My husband had his, um, I think it's the epiglottis, perhaps. He had it lasered in Vancouver by a surgeon who does this yep. for a living. And no more snoring, no more sleep apnea. Isn't that It has made a huge difference, yes. And so are you back to, um, was it a big turnoff for you? Because the basket is around your sex story, Sharon. Let's let's get... Well, then let's let's include that. (laughs) Your best sex story, okay. So was the snoring a big turnoff for you? Oh, it certainly was. Of course. And... (laughs) How was he? Uh, let's call him John. How was John about it? Uh, <laughs> well, he, was, he thought he was asleep. He, he didn't know he snored. And when you told him he snored, what was his response? I don't snore. Actually, I taped Bingo. him. I taped him. Good for you. I like your style. Excellent. 
Yes, now, how can I turn this into something that's presentable for the gift bag? <laughs> well, let me tell you how you can do that. Okay. Um, so you were, so here it was, you, you love the guy, you love your husband. Yes. <laughs> You're in love with him, still attracted to him? Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Is he in good shape? He's in great shape. Oh, yes. fantastic. And uh, so you, big turn off, he was snoring, oh, yeah. you told him, he denied it, you got a little annoyed with him probably. I did, and also I have sleep problems, and so that didn't help at all. I'd just get off to sleep and hear him snore. Uh, it's it's yeah. surprising he's still alive, quite frankly, Sharon. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'd have killed him long ago. Yeah. Uh, so now, <laughs> so how's your sex life now? Oh, it's much, <laughs> it's much better now. <laughs> Is it? You get better sleep. <laughs> and you get better sleep, and you're having better sex, yes. and um, yeah, so that's great. And is it better now than when? How long have you been married? Oh my goodness, over <laughs> forty years! Wow, that's so nice. Congratulations! <laughs> and um, so, uh, better sex now than ever before. <laughs> oh, Maureen, that might be stretching it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with me on it. All right. Everyone well, thinks okay. that people. As they age, don't have sex. They think that, you know, if they're 22, they think 30-year-olds don't have sex, the 35-year-olds. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> we sure do. Yeah, see? It's just different. <laughs> it's different. It's different kind of sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is just a great... I really appreciate your... Uh, you're, you're such a good sport, Sharon. And we're Thank definitely going to enter you into the sexy basket. I really appreciate that. That's for darn sure. Where do you live, Sharon, if you don't mind my asking? Salt Spring Island. Oh I'm my just God! Myself away to everybody else who's listening on Salt Spring Island. So I'm going to have to give you another. I'm going to have to go a restaurant on Salt Spring Island. It, oh, all no, these. I'll come, I'll come to Vancouver. Uh, <laughs> okay. These um, honestly, these little things of mine, they end up costing me so much money. I wonder why I don't have any money. But anyway, Sharon, Aww. you're delightful. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for sharing that. Lasers are amazing. They can yes. treat the epiglottis. They can treat the vagina uh, for vaginal dryness. So, you know, we're going to see a lot more laser treatments uh, for lots of other issues um, today. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely, in the near future. Great. All right. Okay. Thank you so much, Sharon. Kiss your Johnny goodnight for me. <laughs> All right. That's, I love it when, uh, and just hang on the line as well to talk to Matt. I love it when people share their stories. Anyway, so I'm going to have to, uh, we'll have to go to break now, but I uh, loved hearing from Sharon, and I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. We're going to talk about automating your sex life. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.